Hello and welcome back, Drinking with the Jackets podcast fans. It's your boy, JP, aka the Memphis Magi. And I'm here to bring us into episode Trace, or three, as some of you would say. We've got a great guest, my personal friend, James Jarrett. I would say star stud athlete from Syracuse University. I hope that you have your beers ready to go. Because we've already cracked them. So strap up, grab a cooler, and let's get ready to dive into episode three with James Jarrett. Are you in the southeast and looking for a DJ to play at a wedding? Well, look no further than my good friend, DJ Scotty Z. He comes with over 10 years of DJ experience and provides free consultations to build your ideal wedding playlist to make the night a special one. He can provide music for both the ceremony and reception, whatever you need. I can personally vouch for Scott as I have been to many events where he was the DJ and he always turns the place up. If you're interested in working with Scott, reach out to him via email at djscottyzmusic at gmail.com. That's djscottyzmusic at gmail.com. You won't regret it. Hello, Drinking with the Jacket Nation. It's the Memphis Magi here with Chase Randolph and then our good buddy, James Jarrett. James, how you doing? What's up? How we doing, Josh? Dude, long time no see. I know we just caught up right before. Small introduction before James introduces himself. James and I went to the Georgia Tech Business School together, a.k.a. Skeller. Uh, and Greatly had a beautiful... Greatly esteemed. <laughs> the esteemed Skeller. Skeller, <laughs> Skeller Business School. Yeah, he's one of my best boys in the program and uh, hung out a whole bunch. So uh, I'll let James introduce himself, talk a little bit about his background. Sure. What's up, guys? Yeah, I'm uh, James Jarrett. I'm from upstate New York. Did my undergrad at Syracuse and was a walk-on football player at the time there. Moved on to Scheller, where I was a, a pretty good touch football intramural player. Big facts. Guys. <laughs> there were a couple touchdowns there. A lot more there than at Syracuse. But, <laughs> yeah. Me and Josh mix it up a, a whole bunch at classes, you know, at Cyprus. You the know, second Cyprus mentioning in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think Looking it's just like an Atlanta staple. That's right. I'm up in, back up in upstate New York now. Just had a baby uh, with my beautiful wife, Alex. So yeah, looking forward to, to shooting shit a little bit here. We're all about shooting shit and, and crushing brews. So uh, Chase. What type of beer are you drinking today? I'm taking it easy tonight with some smooth Mick Ultra. Oh, mm. speaking of dads, that's a great dad beer. Superior light beer. He's watching his frame. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> James is all about superior athletic performance. <laughs> right. What are yeah, you crushing, I'm, James? I'm watering it down, too. I got one of these Blue Moon Light Skies. Oh, heck yeah. We're all keeping it under 100 calories a, a can. That's right. <laughs> 99. Yeah, I'm bucking the trend. Literally, I've got this Shinerbach buck here. It's probably about a probably a whopping 200K, uh, 200 calories right here. <laughs> That's a Texas yeah. power move right there. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a, Texas is my second home now that I'm married to one. And uh, cheers to my, my beer belly. So, <laughs> well, James, let's, let's crack into it, man. Let's, let's unwind and let's go after it. Let's get down to business get down to business that's uh that's what my ancestor mulan once said so, so you, you mentioned that you played at syracuse you tell us like number one like what sports did you play growing up and then tell us about like what took you to be a walk-on at cuse was it like you know preferred walk-on or did you you say hey you know i'm i'm uh 
Samwise Gamgee, aka Rudy, and I'm just gonna, you know, make my way at the at the big orange. Oh sure, it's a nice little story. I got to tell it once at Scheller at a lunchtime story session that they had there. But I grew up playing whatever. I love love sports growing up. I was a big baseball player before I got into football. Played some hoops and um, got a break getting on at Hughes. They were in pretty desperate need for a quarterback. I walked on the same year they took uh, Greg Paulus at quarterback after he hadn't played football for, he was playing basketball for four years at Duke. And, oh, jeez. Um, they were down to, I think, three or four scholarship quarterbacks. Reached out, sent my, my film in. It wasn't a preferred spot or anything, but I uh, got in touch with the right guys. Uh, my high school coach got a hold of somebody, and uh, yeah, next thing you know, I'm getting my ass kicked by future NFL players. <laughs> who, was, who was Syracuse's coach at the time? Uh, it was Doug Marone. So it was, a, it was a pretty loaded coaching staff there. It was Doug. And the year I graduated, he left and went to the Buffalo Bills and re- walked right into a head coaching job there, brought 90% of the staff with him. One of them was our, my quarterback's coach, Nathaniel Hackett. And um, he's the head coach of the, the Broncos as of a couple of weeks ago. Two NFL head coaches and one college coaching staff. Is, uh, Holy smokes. Nick Saban level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you'd like to say that you built the Buffalo Bills is what you're trying to get at. I think so. I've been asking for uh, season tickets. I haven't been able to get any emails <laughs> anything like that but <laughs> oh sweet man so you know n- another dumb follow-up question like what type of offense did y'all run in high school oh it was nothing special i <laughs> we had uh, a good like a nice passing tree call out two numbers and roll right roll left not too too much different from our intramural uh, yes. offense there <laughs> i was about but, to say that was that was our entire strategy was snap yeah. the ball Sandlot. My fat ass is going to try to get open. We're going to let James roll right. I won't be open, and then he'll run for 20 yards. <laughs> it was quite an eye-opener going from high school to Doug Marone's offense at Syracuse was what they ran for the New Orleans Saints. It, that was his job before he took the head coaching job. So he's trying to learn what Drew Brees ran and Peyton Manning type of football, not knowing any of it. took a little while, but uh, – Night and day. Who was who was the best athlete that was on Syracuse while you were there? I, I it's between two. Chandler Jones is definitely oh, up wow. there. He's you know a guy who uh, has proven himself. First round NFL pick. He's been an All Pro, and I think he's, yeah, he's okay. leading sack since he got drafted. But yeah, he could do some pretty wild things in the weight room and team sprints. He'd be the beating defensive backs and sprints and things like that. The other one was um, Mike Williams was another. He was a receiver who was in the NFL for a cup of coffee, but he was a guy that could beat a whole team in a 400-meter sprint and do a backflip over the finish line and still be in first place. It was something else. And I'm sure Josh being around the Georgia Tech basketball team has seen some of the different kind of athletes that get those scholarships to these sort of schools. Yeah. Chandler was something else, I would say. Yeah, Chase, Chase managed with me too, and I think me and me and James went to a few uh, basketball games together uh, when we were in grad school. I remember watching Jose Alvarado when he was like a freaking freshman or something. But now oh, I miss Jose. Just saw, 
Oh, no. I just oh. saw him on Tuesday. He had a nasty steal on Ja Morant. I mean, Ja jocked on everybody. I think he, like, dropped 30 points and had a crazy like, six. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, the guys at least made it to the league. Yeah, some of those athletes that make it through, you're just like, uh, I don't understand how you do it. Yeah, I, I had a, an epiphany. It was, like, last year, actually, so almost 10 years after playing because I used to go against Chandler and because I was on scout team for punt. He was on the punt team, and I was on the scout return team. And I, I always told myself, like, it, it, it's really something that I kind of held my own against him and that it took me this long to realize I was going all out and he was walking, basically. <laughs> I mean, he was the starting all-Big East defensive end. He, he didn't care about being on punt team <laughs> and definitely didn't care about practicing for it. So he was just took it easy on me. For sure. Oh, so uh, bottom line, Chandler Jones, good guy. <laughs> Real good guy. Oh, Real yeah. good guy. Good player. Good player. Top guy. So who would you say that you modeled your game after? And maybe on the flip side, wh- who do you think that you resembled out there on the field? Maybe who did you try to be, but then who were you actually? <laughs> oh, man, that's a good question. First part is – got to be brett Favre. that's my the gunslinger. gunslinger oh yeah oh yeah man no question about it that's like the reason i like like football in the first place is him when i was four or five years old playing in the backyard just oh we got we got company but um <laughs> yeah so brett Favre. who did i end up looking like uh, i don't know <laughs> that's that's a tougher part the first names that come to mind are not very good <laughs> Yeah, I, you know what? I got to actually play with James, so you know I can I can give a direct comparison. Seeing that I played with an elite talent myself uh, outside of James, so I would I compare it to a young Russ. You know, <laughs> the rollout ability and elusive those, wow. those big hands. You know what they say about big hands, right? <laughs> it's a lot. Big gloves. <laughs> big gloves. <laughs> Very loud snaps. <laughs> Good clapper. Big. But, yeah. <laughs> Well, shoot, man. You know, I, I have a leg up on a lot of people that are going to listen to this, but uh, you start off as a walk-on. You eventually did get a scholarship, right? Yep. Yeah. Do you have like uh, a cool, like, you know, you see like ESPN always have like these crazy stories when everyone mobs the the, the walk-ons and, the and everything like that. Did you, uh, did you have like any cool stories like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hoping for it, but it was just the coach – one morning he's like hey we got two extra scholarships uh, and, and then he starts describing the two players that got that were going to get them and i realized about halfway through i'm like that kind of sounds like me holy shit <laughs> 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 i had about nine credits left in in college though yeah better late than never i guess At syracuse <laughs> more than two grand <laughs> yeah, yeah nine, nine <laughs> credits <right>. jeez louise <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty cool. I, was I it, still remember it. What was it like playing in the Carrier Dome? Oh, that's a good question. It's good. It's a cool place. They used to have the state high school championship games there from my school. We were never good enough to make it up there, but it was always like a aspirational place to play, and it was something I just had to take a step back and remember. Like I'm practicing in this building every day now for four years but it is it is really cool you see all the jerseys hung up there and yeah. all the history and even just watching it on tv now the 
football and basketball there. Some great memories and um, a yeah, really special place. Chase, sure. did you ever go up there for a basketball game? I can't remember if you made it. Like, no, I never did. Uh, I want to. I want to make my way up there. Just have, haven't quite made it yet. I don't know if I'd want to go. I mean, obviously, I think it'd be cool to go to both basketball and football. But yeah, it's it's crazy to me that they do the same same sport in both in the same arena. I mean, I, uh, I can't I can't think of another school off the top of my head that does that. No, not for college at least. No, right. I mean, I can. <laughs> it's unique. Yeah, I can only think of like. Oakland, old Oakland Stadium, uh, right there, the baseball field and football. Like that's that's a crappy that's a crappy uh, comparison. Like Carrydome seems way nicer than that, except for when the snow fell down. You know, when the roof came in. Yeah, the roof came in. <laughs> well, dude, so c- kind of alluding to that part where you're talking about playing in the Carrier Dome, you got to got to play at Syracuse during a different time, right? From, from like 09 to 2012. So you got to play in the old Big East, you know, going to be completely honest here. Besides, like, I know, like, the Backyard Brawl and, like, Pitt, West Virginia, some of those rivalries. But how was how was it playing in the Big East and then the transition to the ACC? Like, did you notice any, like, differences, like, competition level? And then, like, I'm sure, you know, X's and O's football, y'all going to keep playing mm-hmm. football no matter what. Yeah, that's a good question. It was – so we were in the Big East all four years that I was there. We took a share of the Big East title my senior year, and then the following year they made oh, the, the jump to the year, ACC. But they still had enough talent. I think they had a winning record in the ACC that year, and then I think they've only had one since, and that was my first year at Scheller, where they were top twenty-five, beat Clemson. I th- no, it beat Clemson the year before, but uh, it was a pretty marked jump in talent comparing the the Big East football to. Because, I mean, you look at the teams that were in the Big East, like UConn is one of the worst football programs in America now. And they Put them on the schedule, compete. please. Yeah, line them up. But, yeah, I mean, just the conference that they're in in the ACC, playing Clemson and Florida State every single year for the last seven years or however long they've done it. Yeah. Yeah, that Those two are the tougher – I mean, that's tougher than anyone. They would play in the Big East. Yeah. Then, um, yeah. Syracuse definitely got – the short end of the stick as far as ACC has. That's definitely the rough, a uh, rough division. You've got two perennial, at least Florida state till Jimbo, you know, said deuces. And then what that yeah, little uh, Dabo boys done over at Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. They're top dog until someone, I guess this past year was pretty rough, but let's see who, who won that division. Clemson won again. Uh, no. Um, oh shoot. No, it was a, uh, it NC was, State was uh, pretty w- good. Wake, Wake Forest won it. Wake Forest won. Yeah, you're oh, right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Representing. Yeah. That's all three of us. You know, our, our teams did so well that we paid attention, you know, to the ACC championship. That much. <laughs> Jeez Louise. What a what a crap show. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't good. So, James, did you play any other uh, positions in either growing up in, in high school or in college as well, other than quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. I was a. A defensive back in high school, I punted in high school, and I got time at, at least positionally out at Syracuse. I did all three, too. I was an emergency punter for one game. <laughs> it was pretty wild. That's that's a story in itself. Should I get let's, into that one first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's crush – make sure that you've crushed your beer, and then let's get to that one because I want to hear that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another one.
Yeah, just to, to round out the first part, I played safety my second. So I switched positions and I played safety my second two years. The punter story was my sophomore season. We made it to the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium. And our punter, who Syracuse always has like an all-league, all all-American punter because they get to punt indoors for most of the year. They can really boom them. But we had a really good one, uh, this guy Rob Long. They scrapped him like the final game of the regular season. He wasn't feeling too hot. He wasn't seeing straight. He was shanking punts. Oh, shit. And it turned out he had a brain tumor. Oh, shoot. But he uh, he made a full recovery. Was... Shout out Rob Long. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very impressive coming back. But, you know, the show goes on. The football team needs a punter, and they turn to our kicker and um, – a unknown walk-on quarterback from Clinton, New York, who hadn't punted in two years. But <laughs> I uh, didn't win out. But I did get to punt, warm up punting at Yankee Stadium, which was pretty cool. Oh, sweet. And my first kick where my plant legs slid out and I went right on my ass. <laughs> I got to keep the jersey from that game. I got the grass stains from Yankee Stadium still on it. <laughs> You should tell people it's from knocking the piss out of somebody. Oh, yeah. Exactly. On your ass. You got to show that. Yeah. From sliding in the end zone or something. <laughs> I, I got a similar punting story, too, where I, I was a backup punter. Of course, you know, you, you're the backup punter at Syracuse. I was the backup punter for the Newtown Rec Gators, also a oh. very prestigious team. <laughs> and I uh, first punt, I put it off the back of our center's head. So that's pretty dope. Net uh, yardage little- was two. <laughs> like a uh, little giants or something yeah it was definitely <laughs> i was if I, I was little giants i was the kid with the goggles i guess you know like the, <laughs> the point dexter with the nose noodles nice i could see you having a leg putting a foot to it <laughs> i ended up putting the rest of the season pretty decently because i played i mean not a big deal i played travel soccer so uh you know i could punt it pretty good but uh no <laughs> i just remember it beaming off the back of his head and i'm like I'm an idiot, like complete idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of how I lost the job. Almost did the same thing. Oh, you almost hit so, him with someone in the head? No, it, I wish I had. It was even worse. I get the the snap, first live punt in practice. I'm like, all right, catch a snap, drop it, kick it. I catch it, drop it, point down, and kick it straight up in the air. I don't think it went back to the line of scrimmage. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they said, uh, yeah, Ryan, who was the backup kicker, who ended up playing, he's like, yeah, Ryan, get back in there. Uh, <laughs> this experiment's over. <laughs> oh, well, you got a chance at least. So, yeah, that's right. so you mentioned the pinstripe game, so you got to address that one. Like, heck, how many games did you actually get to address or, or play special teams or anything? Yeah, I didn't get any snaps, unfortunately, but uh. dressed uh, just for every single home game for all four years and then traveled for both the bowl games and one road game my senior year at Missouri. Oh, that's cool. One place to go. Yeah. 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 City that was <laughs> <laughs> Columbia, Missouri. I heard yeah. mediocre things. Yeah. How, how was that experience though? Cause they were sec at that point, right? 2011. I think they were or big 12. Oh, they might, that might have been their first year in the SEC, but yeah, they've been in the SEC way, for a while now. They were pretty 
they were a pretty stacked team. They had the number one wide receiver recruit in the country playing. I don't know if he was a freshman that year or what, but never panned out. But I remember. Was, I know. Who, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I can. He I can see like, him too, but I can't think of him right. I mean, he, I'm, yeah, he, he did not pan out and played tight end in the NFL for like a year. But he was. It was pretty nasty to see in person. He scored like on the first the first time he touched the ball against us. But we ended up coming back and winning the game. I was just taking in the sights and sounds. It was was, was it Dorial Green Beckham? Yeah, yes. that's who yep. I was thinking of. Yeah, Dorial Green him. Beckham. Yeah, that's awesome. They, they also had, they had a defensive Sheldon Richardson, who was in the yeah. NFL for a long time. He was a monster. And he got suspended for the game against us. Luckily, it might have gone a different way if he was playing, because he he's tough. He's they still might, doing. They might have had they might have had Michael Sam too at the time. Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't think about that one. Yeah, because Missouri played. Michael Sam was on Missouri when they played Auburn in thirteen, so he definitely was on yep. the team. Yeah, twenty twelve. So yeah, they was running around. Who knows? We were yeah. around each other. Related to that forward. dumb question, <laughs> getting the ins and outs. I remember in basketball, you only get suspended if you do some really, really, really dumb shit. Like, did at Syracuse, <laughs> did y'all have the, the same thing where it's like, hey, there's a random drug test coming in a week. I repeat, there's a random drug test coming in a week. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely, like, they, uh, they put the fear of God in you about those, but um, I don't remember hearing any people get suspended uh, for it or, and there was, you know, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Obviously I don't want no, We're not selling anybody out. Um, yeah. They're not going to make anybody, um, any superstars sit out for anything like that. Really yeah. My impression of it. Uh, yeah. To, to quote Johnny Manziel, uh, when he got, Oh no. Yeah. It was busting with the boys podcast. He admitted on, on camera that, he took money that last year when they played against Duke in the Chick-fil-A bowl. And he goes, <laughs> if they want to take my Chick-fil-A bowl, they can go blow me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, not riding anyone out, but the NCAA can also suck it at the same time. Hey, they, they just, they just relieved Georgia tech of their sanctions. That was like the first nice thing they've done in a while. Technically they stripped our own nine championship my freshman year from the ACC because $300 worth of clothes from Bebe's cousin, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. R.I.P. Bebe. R.I.P. Bebe. What's with my school is getting the pork job from the NCAA, Syracuse and Georgia Tech. But dude, it's – Oh, dude. UNC you want to go on a theory? It seems to be just fun. It's because it's it's we don't yeah. pull like – I think Cuse has got – especially basketball has got like a big enough name that they pull a little weight, right? But it's like the small private schools and the well, smaller they, institutions. They got crushed, I think, either the year – Either while I was in school or shortly after, because they paid a couple guys to do appearances for like a, a car dealership or something like that, they oh, lost lost like three scholarships a year for basketball, which is a pretty big deal. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, it's huge. It's like yeah, a quarter, a quarter of your team. Yeah, holy so they, smokes. They went from 2009 to 2013 while I was in school. They were regularly number one in the country, but. They had a huge drop off and haven't gotten back since. Then. Yeah, and it's because of those sanctions. And uh, UNC had a fake class for their players, and I, did they get punished? <laughs> no, no, they didn't get punished because Mark Emmert's a big UNC <clears throat> dude, and uh, 
the NCAA just sucks off any Carolina team because some good old boy bullcrap club. Uh, at least that's my that's my like impression. I don't know if that's one hundred percent true, but this is this like is it. JP's conspiracy theory. The, <laughs> the Memphis Magi spoken on that one. Wait, JP, do we, have, do, we have, do we have a party Pat appearance back there? Yeah, do we got another one? <laughs> uh, Actually, I, I had to resist every urge to kick this door down and yell another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, party Pat, our uh, our uh, executive producer, just walked in with a bottle of whiskey. And as he says, another one, it actually is time for another one. So that the irony is not lost. Another one. Fired up on a Thursday night. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah. Good thing you're not nursing a child, uh, James. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. The boot latte here. Boot latte. (laughs) Well, James, so I I know for JP and I, you know, the scout team was – a big deal, you know, for the basketball team. I mean, you got to learn the opposing team's offense and you got to try to replicate their best players in real time in practice, which obviously is not an easy thing to do. But did you have those similar experiences at CUSE running, running the practice squad? And like, what was that like watching film from other teams and trying to emulate their, their best players? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely relate. You got to try to show the starters what they're going to be seeing on Saturday. Yeah, you gotta act, yeah. you gotta act like couple, Mike Vick out there. Yeah, <laughs> a couple. I remember had some fun with it, M- making the move to defensive back, scout team defensive back from quarterback, and um, they used to hold up the cards to tell everybody on scout team because it's all freshmen who or unathletic walk-ons like myself that don't know what they're doing. Also, grain of salt. He says he's unathletic. James Jarrett playing basketball at the three. I played a lot of sports and intramurals with James Jarrett. James Jarrett would smoke 99.999% of people listening to shit. So, oh, yeah. You don't, you don't <laughs> walk on to a D1. And I, I think on that level. I think in one of the playoff <laughs> games, grad league off games, like he dropped like 30 points, you know, playing the three. Just just roll up one pivot at the top of the key, and he's already through the hole and, and walking back. And I'm I'm in the corner going, I'm open. I'm open for the three. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It's already in the hole. We're good. Stop yeah. for three. But uh, what I was getting at is because no one has a clue on defense what they're supposed to do, they chart it all up, like circles and lines where you're supposed to go. And they write the offensive play at the bottom of the card to remind the, the GA, the graduate assistant coach that stuck coaching the defensive scout team, to remind him, this offensive play, we want the defense in this look. So they would show you the card with the look and the play at the bottom. And me being a quarterback the first two years, I'd look at that and I'd, I would try to jump. <laughs> I, would, I, would know, I would know where the, uh, you know, the number one option is. And I would do my damnedest to try to pick that baby off, make oh, a play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our, our starting quarterback, who was the all-time leading passer at Syracuse when he left, he knew I was doing that the whole time. He came up to me at our last practice on scout team and he shook, shook my hand. He's like, Hey man, you never intercepted me as hard <laughs> as you tried. <laughs> I just want to let you know. Even when you knew it was coming. <laughs> Still couldn't do it. <laughs> who, who was that quarterback? Ryan Nassib. He, uh, okay, yeah. he was drafted in the NFL too. He backed yeah. up Eli Manning for a little while. That's a good paycheck right there, man. Yeah, yeah, but he's doing just fine. Yeah. 
I, I don't know, man. I don't know if that compares to a stellar NBA, though. So I think, that, uh, I think we're all true. doing all right. I mean, the um, technology and business intersection. Yeah, that's right. Chase is a lowly Clemson <laughs> NBA guy, so I don't even want to hear it. The, the podcast wasn't supposed to know that. Oh, my bad. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I I asked Chase the first cast. We did the best Georgia Tech and then worst Georgia Tech memory, you know, that we had. So what was your best and worst memories playing football at Syracuse? Oh, boy. Best memory. That would probably be really good question. You got me thinking back here. Besides falling on your ass. In Yankee Stadium, okay, besides that one. Yeah, uh, that was a good memory. But it would probably be that game, the first pinstripe bowl, because we went to two while I was there, my sophomore year and my senior year. But my sophomore year, that was probably the best experience. They they put you up for a whole week in Manhattan and show you around the sights and sounds. You get to you know, get dressed in Derek Jeter's locker and all that stuff. Oh, that's awesome. And then the game was on – ESPN, that one, and we beat Louisville our senior year, senior game. Yeah. And they had Teddy Bridgewater, huge upset at the Dome. Dirty Buttwater. Dirty <laughs> Buttwater. But worst, oh, there's a whole bunch of those to choose from. Go go with, like, the funniest worst. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember having to pour freaking, uh, what's it called, the Gatorade jugs and you had to pour it in the damn uh, showers and then someone would turn around and you'd be like pouring it on your knees and someone's dong about hits you in the head. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is these 6 a.m. Friday morning workouts we used to have to do. And um, you got the strength story. and conditioning coach, like just shouting in your ear and you're like, Oh, just <laughs> killing you. And uh, I Jared, remember, don't let stomp out lift you. Okay. <laughs> Or like hold a body weight squat until they say stop. And oh, it was one of those shit. where I got the sea legs so bad, like shaking legs, fell on my ass, and everybody's laughing at you. I say, oh, well, that's how you're supposed to do it. You're doing that's you're doing it the right way. And I'm, you know, sore for three months after that. <laughs> three months. <laughs> Speaking of three, and, uh, I hope you're on beer number three, boys. Another one. Two so far for the the pod. Oh, man. I got to pick up the pace, huh? Yeah, ain't no rest for the wicked, okay? I would say money doesn't grow on trees, but we've made 99 cents off this podcast, so I, I wish money didn't grow on trees. <laughs> hey, oh, you know, I might have a better uh, better bad memory for you guys. Just came to me. They used to roll us out to do, like, community functions, you know, go speak to the youth and things like that, and they sent me at 19 – to the local juvenile detention center (laughs) (laughs) and um, surrounded by 17 guys, not much younger than me to go talk wisdom to them. And um, yeah, we're, we're bullshitting after we play cards and basketball with them, all that we're dapping it up, wishing them luck, you know, turning your life around all these things, shaking everybody's hand. I can find in there, try to make an impression. And we get out to the van and one of my teammates goes, you can't be shaking people's hands in there. What do you think they're doing with their free time? (laughs) 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 I got to find some sanitizer. (laughs) 
That's messed up. <laughs> James, I, I have to give you a prize. That was the first masturbatory joke we've had on the podcast, and I'm all I about can't it. believe that. Was, that. Yeah. <laughs> that Congratulations. Was, congrats. <laughs> Send the trophy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your your prize will be uh, me and you crushing a beer uh, with a bunch of the boys on Fifth Street uh, as soon as we can. <laughs> Let's go. Are you going uh, to uh, East Lake, dude? Wait, Indiana? what? Are they playing golf there now? The alumni attorney Skeller. Oh, Skeller! This tells you how good I am at reading my emails. It probably is in my inbox somewhere. Uh, <laughs> if you're signing up, I'm down because oh, I'm, I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. This is a it's side true. tangent away from this football talk. This is some. Bull, we and James can attest to this. We were told when we toured the program from Jim Cranchis and all these educated elite NBA uh, uh, higher ups that our golf tournament every year was going to be at East Lake Golf Course. And when you're between Scary Terry, aka Terry College of Business, and George Institute of Technology, obviously, number one, you want to go to Georgia Tech because you're not an idiot. Number two, though. <laughs> I want to play at damn Eastlake, you know. I've just got pictures of Tiger Woods, you know, walking in on the 18th green. And so the year that me and James get accepted to the program and go, they change the location of the yearly tournament to Stone Mountain Golf. Oh no. <laughs> which is which is like the Basically biggest the insult thing. ever. They yeah, couldn't even thing. they couldn't even give you Atlanta Athletic Country Club. No. No, they almost said, hey, uh, you're about to go to Bobby Jones, and uh, here's, a, here's a handshake and two beers. Go. <laughs> remember rolling around with the alums at Stone Mountain and then just being like, I really didn't want to come to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was expecting Eastlake. They had to beg me to come. To yeah, this just, just about, yeah. It was, it was golly. Yeah, it said we are at Stone Mountain, which no disrespect to Stone Mountain. If I'm playing like by myself – or, you know, with some buddies for $40, yeah. you know, on the weekend. Boy. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, whatever. I, I can. The drunken jacket alumni tournament, maybe. <laughs> all right, let's not, let's not beat to any other questions. All right, James. Let's, <laughs> let's just keep it, let's keep it. Uh, yeah, let's keep it on, on schedule. <laughs> Speaking of which, Chase, I'll let you roll into the next one. All right. I've been really looking forward to asking this one, James. So, how bad was JP at flag football in grad school, despite tearing his ACL? Oh. <laughs> well, the grade would be on an A to F scale. It, it's incomplete. You know, I only got one game out of JP. <laughs> yeah, I think I was rushing the passer and tore that ACL <laughs> that second year. DNF. Yeah. DNF. I, I did play fresh or my first year, and I will say we were beating one team so badly that in the second half, James got to play. I think James just douching around at that point. And I remember I threw two touchdown passes to Sebastian Fauche. I got to play backup. <laughs> so you were talking yeah, about Syracuse backup quarterback, James Jarrett. I was James Jarrett's backup quarterback in NBA league. And I'm very proud of that moment. Okay. Slinging it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He modeled his game after the great Brett Favre. I modeled my game after James Jarrett. So <laughs> what an honor there you go. that. Well, we've alluded to this. Uh, we've made, comments about him entering the room party pat is in the house he's actually not our executive producer he's just my uh drunk half brother that lives in memphis so anyway <laughs> but party pat did play in a drunken jacket golf tournament and let me preface to the uh, uh the crowd that did not get to the skeller college of business 
excuse me, I'm burping. This is all part of the podcast. So Scott, do not delete that. Oh, and I'm switching to whiskey. So this is great. So as, as James alluded to Georgia Tech's Scheller College of Business, it's the intersection of technology and business. And part of the business was coming up with a golf tournament that allowed one to consume as much alcohol as possible uh, while playing golf at the local municipal golf course, AKA, which one was that one? Was it Cam- Candler? Oh yeah. Candler Park. So I think we, we kept, <laughs> I forgot kept- the name until now. Yeah, <laughs> I would say it brings up a lot of good memories, but a lot of those memories faded, you know, in the back washed, of my head. Washed away after. Yeah, <laughs> washed away. <laughs> so I got to to run the tournament. It was it was funny. It was I think it was for every two beers your team drank, you got one stroke off, and then I did one stroke off for the best dressed team. The party pad actually went to the, one of those golf tournaments. Played with esteemed alumni or alumnus Betsy Meacham and. Haley Eisner. Meanwhile, I got esteemed alumnus. James Jarrett is my partner. We did fantastic. But James. <laughs> two years. Both years. Two years. Exactly. This is this is so good. I remember he <laughs> he he dressed with like a bike helmet and I wore overall <laughs> overalls and no shirt or anything on cutoff overalls. So Tim Tebow shorts with overalls. And then James Jarrett wore like denim everything with a, uh, <laughs> a ski helmet. So we looked <laughs> Absolutely special. For those that don't know, Candler's like ten dollars for eighteen holes. Yeah, so. it's 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 like if I put a hole in my you bought the whole place out, Chase. It was a luxury <laughs> event. <laughs> Took a lot of coin. Uh, so true <laughs> or false? The drunken jacket golf tournament was harder than any fall camp two a days. I mean, they're neck and neck. I would say I have to agree with you <laughs> because. <laughs> We were such bad golf players that we had to drink so many beers to keep up with the That's rest a fact. of the, the crew. That's a fact. Other guys were like actually trying to play golf. We we actually did play golf. We were we were middle threshold, but we had to consume all the alcohol we could to keep up That's with right. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to say. When it came to alcohol consumption, we were number one. Like that's that's, and I think oh, not even close. Yeah, yeah not even close. Yeah, that's that's coming at you, Lee Hiles. Yeah, suck it. Anyway, <laughs> then the last question we have for this segment, uh, gotta ask this, James. I know you. You're you're a sweetheart. You're one of the nicest guys I ever met in my life. As the audience can definitely tell through this conversation, but do you Could throw a better right question. hook than Buddy Beheim? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, I'm very sorry. Your cues uh, lost yeah, really. today to Duke. It was it was kind of close. I was kind of watching it at work. Yeah, it was oh. close. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a third Bayheim that uh, he was he was getting buckets. Yeah, I think he yeah, transferred it. Yeah, but he uh, he had that kidney shot, you know, scoped right out. He was pretty accurate with it too. <laughs> as, uh, precision. Fob <laughs> Big Jim has got to pretend like nothing happened. <laughs> Is he going to retire soon, or what's going on with him? I don't know. Is he just going to die on the Wait. court? Apparently, there's this. this succession plan i don't know if it's gmac or they're going to get hopkins back from university of washington or what but i feel like he's been hanging on a little too long he's been that whole program for the last 40 years the man's got one mellow national title man he's hanging his hat on it right yeah but i will say this i do i you know in high school i loved watching the syracuse two three zone i loved Watching the Big East tournament, I was always kind of a Cuse 
you know, closet fan. So RIP to a legend whenever he hangs it up. But uh, we're going to transition now into our, I would say week, but that's not true because we're kind of lazy. But our, our episode update on recruiting and all things Georgia tech from our, our one and only chase Randolph. All right. So I think the big news, it's been a little quiet recently. Spring balls picked up, you know, the whole team's transferred out, but we're looking to fill some of these voids. There's actually somebody from JP's hometown of Memphis. Big facts, big facts. Looking at defensive uh, tackle potential transfer. Yeah. And it looks like he put up some good numbers at at Memphis. So that looks promising. We definitely need to fill some spots on the D line. So I got Gus's fried chicken coming to him right now, baby. Yeah, we need to get some NIL deals for him up in Drake with the Jackets. Need to sponsor him or something. What else? Not not much else going on football-wise. I think that they're, they're trying to keep things quiet this offseason, too. Fans are kind of upset with lots of talk and no results. So I think they're trying to trying to keep it a little quiet this this spring. But the spring the hot seat? Oh, Yo, oh, Jeffy's oh. definitely on the hot seat. <laughs> it's, Shit. It's, oh, it's, my. It's burning. Burning hot. Listen, he, I, I actually sent in my tape from my NCAA 14 video games to Toad Stansbury, okay, telling him to say, hey, <laughs> I have better coaching head coaching experience than old Scooter over here, okay? So yeah, it, it, if we're going to talk about hot seats, the AD's truly – his his seat's gone first. Which is but, which is wild. You know, we're going to touch – you know, uh, we do have some uh, wide net of uh, Georgia Tech fans, but it is, it is crazy because – under his, you know, helm, we've won an ACC title, at least basketball and, and women's basketball has done really well. And our, you know, non-revenue sports has done super well. But the dude has tethered himself to Jeffy. And, and, and you know, I used to be a big Jeffy supporter. Uh, I still love the Institute and I hope he does the best. But we're just going to say the Jeffy poster went from this, this holy sanctitude of manhood with all these deer in this room and Georgia Tech paraphernalia. He went from there, the, 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 the place amongst highs in the Memphis Magi home down into the basement because he is hmm. doing so bad at three and nine seasons. Oh, no. You ready third, to go third back to the three triple win. option yet? Listen, oh my gosh, that's a question. That's a question. We're gonna we're gonna rile up a lot of people. I'm already riled up about it. Moral question. I Very I think Paul question. did not get enough. I think Paul didn't get the support that Jeffy's gotten. I think when it comes down to it, Paul's definitely a better X's and O's guys. I mean, the man won an ACC title. He went to five ACC title games, four, and then on top of that, it was the year. Of the playoffs, first inaugural college football playoffs, he was number seven team in the nation. He beat Dak Prescott. The, I mean, the guy the guy was a great coach. He's a Georgia Tech legend. No, we're, I think we're, was, we're, t- we're top ten that year. We were number eight. We finished number seven. We beat, we yeah. beat them. Yeah. yeah. And, and the fact is, I mean, I think it was time to change. But I think a lot of fanfare was, yeah, ditch the triple option, blah, blah, blah. You got to give it to Paul. Paul's the legend in the flats. It is what it is. Like, especially since Bobby Dodd and Bobby Ross, you know, we it just hurts that Chan Gailey is a better coach so far than Jeff Collins. And and I'll just leave it at that. And with yeah. that, we transition to the last part <laughs> this that we're gonna have here with James and, and Chase. And it goes into the Memphis Magi time. So usually again, we're gonna allude to it, we'd be talking about fantasy football. That's a burp. That's a whiskey and alcohol burp. I hope you're ready for another drink, boys, because that's what we deserve. Another one. I'm going to grab one. I got you on the, the headphones still. Go ahead. <laughs> I got you. Jay, 
to our audience, James is going mobile to get another crispy boy. At this time, we're going to stall for a second. Pat, what whiskey is this? I bought this for your birthday. Lambay whiskey? Irish whiskey? This is Lambay whiskey, an Irish whiskey for the lads. For the lads. Party Pat said it was finished in a cognac cask for us that speak normal English. It's cognac, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, uh, it is smooth. It is delicious. I will shout them out, and hopefully we can gain another 99-cent donation to the podcast. But we go into the fantasy football part. There's been a lot of big news. Uh, Number one, we had some combine results. I'm going to say this off the bat. Jordan Davis. I know he played in Georgia, but holy shit, that is the fastest fat man that's ever walked this earth. Yeah. Like, he would would kill me if, like, unintentionally. He just would. James, I... I'm going to ask you to, to divulge a lot of secrets right here. What was your 40 time compared to, to Jordan Davis's? Oh, yeah. He, he beat me. Definitely. That's insane. He's 350 yeah. pounds. And that's, and he, that's good he speed. He went 478. Yeah. He, he, he would chase me down and he weighs 150 pounds more than I do. <laughs> Big facts. That's Holy crap. Scary. Yeah. That whole Georgia <clears throat> team at the combine was nuts. I think they're saying that maybe five or six Georgia players in the first round now. So. Yeah. Which makes me sick to my stomach. Uh, I yeah. want to throw up. I want to also, you know what? Right. Because of that, I'm going to finish the rest of this bourbon. It reminded me a little of my uh, oh, double A 14 team on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <How> facts. <laughs> yeah, Coach Coach James Jarrett was a hell of a recruiter and uh, <laughs> can really tap in talent. So besides the, the combine, we've had also had some really big news the last two days. Number one, we have a big move. Carson Wentz leaves Indianapolis for the Washington Commies. The Commanders. Oh yeah, the Commies. Like I said. Anyway, there's a. L- <laughs> so James, I, I don't know what number one. You know, what's your you're in the NFL a little bit and, and everything. What's your take on, oh, sure. uh, on Indianapolis ditching him and, and the picks I got they got? Him. Yeah, I think the Eagles ate the Colts' lunch on that trade. Oh hell yeah! Took a, a first round pick from them to get Wentz and now they gave him up for after one year, you know, for much less return. I think every coach believes they can, the player is not the problem. They can coach a quarterback with talent to be a little better. And I think Carson Wentz keeps proving these guys wrong. He's just, he's just not good enough. Um, <laughs> but I, I guess with in the NFL, you, you got to have a quarterback and yeah, they're swinging for the, they're, you know, the commies, especially, they were talking about last week. They were trying to trade for Pat Mahomes. They tried to put a package together for Russ Russell Wilson. Danger, and then, Russ. Uh, and they ended up with Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, that that's funny. That that leads me, you know, right into my follow up question. What do you think about Danger Russ going to Denver? I know uh, Connor, Connor Connor was like fawning over him for his fantasy football league last uh, last episode. I yeah. had a terrible experience where his fingers may have imploded, you know, inside of uh, Sierra or whatever his wife's name is. And it <laughs> caused, caused me a lot of pain in my fantasy league. So what do you say? I, I like the move. That's a tough division. Like he, he's probably top five quarterback in the league. And oh. um, the Broncos were, they felt like they were quarterback away. I don't know if they were just yeah. quarterback. Away. I think they, you know, they'll compete. Solid D. I don't think they'll get out of the AFC West between the Chiefs, the Chargers are tough, and the Raiders. 
The Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. And James, I know you did a little fantasy football. How do you feel about the Rump Raiders winning the Scheller League? I don't know anything about that, but I'm happy to hear it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> is that your, whose team is that? We don't oh, need to talk team. about the Rump Raiders. Yeah, just oh. the Rump Raiders, a.k.a. The Rump Raiders. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> deny, deny, deny. That's what I learned in college. <laughs> when you're <laughs> when the dean comes to you, deny, deny, deny. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna roll out on this uh, last little fantasy update. You've talked about it. You know, you alluded to it earlier, and we're gonna tie it all for full circle. Doug Marone was your head coach when you were at uh, Syracuse. How do you think? With the tools that the Buffalo Bills have, current state, do you think they can take on the AFC and finally win the AFC? Take out Pat Mahomes, you know, aka the quarter flipper himself, and uh, take the crown. Oh, let me take a sip before I answer this one. Hell yeah, let's go! Hell Buffalo. yeah, <laughs> I'm up here in New York. I'm uh, looking to buy season tickets and uh, swing out there for a few games. No I'm, shit! I'm How much does that Bills, cost? I'm on the Bills bandwagon. We're about to figure it out. You got to show your Vax card, too. You need to show your Vax card. Golly. He <laughs> did this year, at least. I don't know. But next yeah. year, you probably won't. But I had to do that to get in the carrier dome. But yeah. Hey, for sports. All, I, I think the Bills are coming out of the AFC for sure. Damn near did this year. I, it was a weird NFL season. I don't think the two teams in the Super Bowl were the two best in the league. Oh, but. shoot. I we, we get. Hold on, hold on to your ass straps, uh, uh, <laughs> listeners. We're going, we're going deep today. You don't think that? So you don't think? I don't know. Do you think the the Rams released the top two out of the NFC? Then, yeah, I mean, their biggest win of the whole playoffs was beating the Bucks. I think that was that was a true test. I mean, yeah, cut some breaks. The Packers choked. Well, that's the, uh, that's that's every year, though, right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's shout out Madison Grossbeck. All right, Madison Partridge. <laughs> they just signed up for four more years of that. Yeah. <laughs> four more years. Yeah. Four more years. That one's tough. So they, they lucked out. They got the the Niners who was that it's a favorable a matchup. Game? I agree to that one. Yeah. And then the Bengals. <laughs> you're you're hurting. <laughs> David's gonna listen to this podcast. Our our NBA friend is gonna have a heart attack. He's born and raised since he. It was a hell of a year. It was a hell of a run. But were they top three team in the AFC? They and they they made it. Yeah. The Super Bowl, a pretty good game. But I don't know. Yeah, football's a lot different than like the NBA, where you have a seven game series to decide it. Yeah. If you don't show up on that one Sunday, that's how it works. And yeah, you know, credit to the Rams and the Bengals for taking advantage and beating the teams in front yeah. of them. But it was just a weird playoff. The whole year was strange with, you know, losing players to week to week with COVID and everything. But Yeah. Uh, or they, you know, took off their clothes and walked out on the jets uh, end zone. One of the two. Yeah, that too. But next year will be a lot more normal and the bills will win the AFC. So, okay. On, we- on that, on that note though, I, I, I saw, I don't know if there's any truth to this, but I saw that Kanye and Antonio Brown are thinking about coming together, and obviously they don't have enough money to do this, but they want to buy the Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. That's, that's all I got to say. They want to buy the Denver Broncos. Can you uh, imagine the, the NFL owners approving Antonio Brown to be uh, – I mean, he wouldn't be the owner, he'd be a part owner, but like 
I mean, there's just no way. There's no way. And, and not to not to insult anybody with you know mental illness or anything, but that's that doesn't seem like out there. That's my politically correct uh, terminology that I've I've learned through business school and through my time in the <laughs> upper echelons of uh, the corporate world. But uh, yo, that's two crazy dudes running a team, man. Like. <laughs> Yeah. I hate to say it, CTE is real, and uh, Antonio Brown is 100%. definitely 100%. <laughs> <laughs> as, as someone who Chandler Jones used to abuse, you can you can attest to that, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were we talking about again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot. No, James, the conversation has been fantastic. Uh, selfishly, I've enjoyed this because I haven't gotten to see you since we graduated, and we were super – I mean, we still are super tight, man, and and uh, you're one of my homies. Still my boy. Yes, my boys. Uh, and then Chase, I love you, bro. I like to say, James, to all the boys listening, to all our fans, thank you for hopping on the podcast. Uh, you are awesome. Those are some awesome stories, man, and uh, can't wait to connect with you again, man. Great seeing you guys, and uh, had had a lot of fun. We'll, yeah, man. I'll talk to you soon. All yeah. right, James. Take care, right. man. This episode of Drinking with the Jackets is brought to you by Chain Crafts. Are you in the Atlanta area and about to throw a rager? That's right. Are you throwing a bachelorette party? A gender reveal party? Just a party party? Custom-made shot glasses, koozies, and whatnot? Well, look no further than Chain Crafts. They have the most customizable and most prompt responses in the business. So reach out at Chain Crafts on Instagram for all your projects, party crafts, and house decor. This week's kicks before kickoff are special, special shoe close to my heart, given to me by my sweet wife, Madison. They are Nike ID custom Air Max 90 Go Jackets editions. That's right. They're the old gold. They're the blue. They're the old golden white with the inscription Go Jackets on the tongue, brought to you again by our great friends at Nike. If you are interested in customizing your own shoes because you want to drink in the best kicks so that you're drinking with the jackets on your kicks, let us know on Instagram. Again, check out those pictures, give us a like, and then share the podcast with your friend. Ask us about all of our sneaker recommendations as well.